Welcome back to Rural Queensland today on the Resonate Broadcast Network. It's Friday morning, the 14th of April. Um, there's no two ways of sugarcoating this. The Reds have probably been a little bit disappointing this year. Uh, they obviously play Moana Pacifica tonight um, and a real opportunity for them um, to try and get back on a winning sort of trajectory. Um, it's going to be hard. Um, there's no two ways about it. Tim Horan is a Wallaby and Queensland Rugby Union great. He joins us this morning on Rural Queensland today. Tim, good morning, mate. Um, gee whiz, the Reds have had some dramas. It, 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 look, I'm not a bagger by any means. You, you want to see rugby in Queensland bode well, but they just haven't clicked this year. Plenty of talent, just things haven't gone to plan. Yeah, morning, Domo, and morning to all the listeners out in the country areas around Queensland. It's um, nice to be on the show, mate. Yeah, it's a challenge for the Reds and, and also Brad Thorne, his coach too, of course, who, you know, he's been under enormous pressure, probably not just this season, probably the back end of last season, where I think they only won one out of the last six or seven games. So but I think it's probably time for the players to stand up and, you know, hearing Tate McDermott and a few players this week saying, well, it's probably not about the coach, Brad Thorne, anymore. It's about the players having a bit more accountability and, and the players trying to find a way to win over in uh, Arpia, over in Samoa. Well, I mean, that, that, that's the big the, the big thing, but the, the noise is getting louder and louder. Do they make a shift or will they wait to the end of the year? Well, I don't think there's any point making a shift now. I just don't see what that uh, really can do for the players and the team and and have they got the right coach there? You know, Mick Heenan, who's a former University of Queensland head coach for the last 10 years, has obviously come in as assistant coach to help Brad Thorne out. And it just, the, the attack just looks clunky at the moment for the Reds. And, you know, to take McDermott was brilliant last week, individual try, but, you know, they're trying to find those combinations. And I think the, they, probably the Reds didn't realise how much they were going to miss Tani Alatupo, of course, the front rower who yeah. ruptured his Achilles at the end of season two for the Wallabies. He's not back. Hunter Paisami out for six weeks plus with a pretty severe sort of knee injury. So those two players, last couple of years, gave the Reds so much momentum and so much advantage line opportunity to, to play off the back of. So big losses for them. But good to see, you know, Jordan Pataya playing well. He's finally over a lot of injuries and, and playing some good footy. The the opportunity, and it's a significant night tonight um, for the Reds, um, but more for Moana Pacifica, playing at home, um, th- that does provide a, 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 a far more difficult task for the Reds than w- whether or not they were playing at Suncorp Stadium. Yeah, it'll be a packed uh, stadium at uh, Arpia, which is, of course, the capital of Samoa, and really the first time that Moana Pacifica have had an opportunity to have a home game, and we've probably seen most of your listeners, Dobbo, would have seen you know Fiji and Drua um, and the home games that they've had in Suva or or any places around Fiji, and I think it's great for the game, and it allows you know young boys and girls in Samoa to look up to these guys and go, gee, I'd love to play in that sort of competition at some stage. So it gives them a platform to do that. And it'll be a tough one for the Reds um, tonight, but uh, also the Brumbies sitting third place at the moment. They play tomorrow night in Canberra against um, the Fijian Drua. So that's a tough one for them. And of course, then the Waratahs will play on Saturday night in Sydney against the Western Force. So a couple of good matches and some of those teams need to probably stay in touch with the top eight. Yeah, you, you did right. Can I can I ask you? There's been obviously Eddie Jones has named his first World Cup squad. 
uh, already, and and that they, and that there have been some notable omissions, mainly from Queensland. Is that more a reflection on the way the Reds are going, or is that just the way? Is that to motivate the Harry Wilsons, the Tate McDermotts, and the likes of? Uh, it's a bit of both, Dobbo. Um, knowing Eddie Jones as well as I do, he he'll want to have a look. Um, really closely at a couple of players. So people like Brad Wilkin from the Rebels, um, Ben Donaldson from the Waratahs, those type of players, he wants to have a bit more of a closer look and start talking to those players. Um, and then it's, it's, he knows what Tate McDermott can do. He knows what Harry Wilson can do. I think the biggest concern for those players not in the first squad is if you're not in the second squad towards the end of Super Rugby, that's when you've got to start to be worried because I don't think that'll change too much. And there's plenty of players to come back from injury. Of course, Quade Cooper, yet, is still coming back from his Achilles um, injury and he seems to be running pretty well. So a lot of players haven't been selected, one, because of injury, two, because Eddie Jones picks 33 players. I think there's 34 that go to Rugby World Cup. So the challenge for Tate McDermott's going to be is does Eddie Jones take three halfbacks to a Rugby World Cup. So um, no, I think the first squad is just a squad. Eddie wants to look at players. He wants to talk to people like Carter Gordon from the Melbourne Rebels who's a fly half. And I think the biggest position, we just we don't have a number 10 at the moment. Um, so who's your who's your pick at the moment? Well, you know, does he go back to Bernard Foley? Does he go back to Quade Cooper? Um, I mean, Quade Cooper's 34. He's going to be 35 at the Rugby World Cup. So... Is it just a smash and grab opportunity for Eddie and the Wallabies? Or at the moment, I know a lot of Sue, who I think is the best fly half in Australia, uh, is not selected at the moment. So Eddie Jones wants to see him play better, take the ball the line a bit more. I think I think he's the number 10 if Eddie can get some more confidence from him. Yeah, well said. Um, give us your tip. Can, can, um, can, can the Reds win tonight? Oh, I think they can, Dobbo. Yeah, they've got a good good team there, and it's going to be it's going to be a tough one away from home. But gee, I tell you what, they've got to try and get a win somehow, and stay connected to this top eight. Um, otherwise, you know, it's going to be a pretty tough end of the season. Then the Brumbies should be too strong, and I think the Waratahs too strong on Saturday night in Sydney. Yeah, I I agree with that. Uh, Super Rugby is alive and well, and all thanks to Stan Sport. Um, you can watch it on Stan Sport. Uh, Tim Horan, a Reds and Wallaby great. Really appreciate your time on Rural Queensland today. Uh, thanks so much for being with us, and he's hoping we get a better result this weekend. Cheers, Dobbo. Good on you, Rural Queensland today. We'll take a break, come back. Peyton Fitzsimons from Ray White Rural, the National Livestock Manager. He'll join us next.